and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one sublime page of Talmud each day. You know, sometimes I really feel bad for poor Talmud. It gets such a bad rep that some people even use the term Talmudic to connote something that is too complicated and unnecessarily dense. Can you believe it? Anyone who thinks this way could do no better than to read today's page, for in it, the Talmud gives us one of its dazzling displays, taking a little legal quarrel and transforming it into a brilliant lesson in what it means to be human. Have a listen. Abayas said, In a case where Reuven sold a field to Shimon, with a guarantee that if the field is repossessed, he will compensate Shimon for his loss, and Reuven's creditor comes and repossesses the land from Shimon, the law is that Reuven goes and recuses Shimon by attempting to forestall the repossession, and the creditor cannot say to Reuven, I'm not legally answerable to you since I am taking the field from Shimon. This is because Reuven can retort, what you take from him comes back to me since I guaranteed the sale and will ultimately have to compensate Shimon, you cannot claim that I am not a legal party in this matter. And there are those who say that even if Reuven sold Shimon the field with no guarantee, he can also join in the deliberations and attempt to forestall the repossession of the land. This is because Reuven can say to the creditor, It is not amenable to me that Shimon will have a grievance against me for having sold him land that was then repossessed. What have we here? If you've only listened half-heartedly, maybe while taking your morning walk around the block or doing the dishes or driving the kids to school or wherever you listen to this podcast, you might have missed the immense beauty that just transpired. No worries if you did, that Talmud takes some training. So this morning, let's call in the heavy hitters to help us out. Let's look up to our late great teacher, Rabbi Jonathan Sachs. The amazing thing about Jews, Rabbi Sachs taught us in one of his brilliant commentaries on the Torah, is that we literally took the exact opposite course of every other nation in history. For every other nation in history, the land came first. A group of people found their way to a specific piece of land somewhere on this planet, They settled down, they built villages first, and then the villages grew into towns and then into cities. And before too long, they needed to come up with some system of governance to organize all these people. First the land, Rabbi Sachs summed it up neatly, then the law. Not so the Jews. We got the law first, and we got it while roaming in the desert without a land to call our own. We had 40 long years to ponder what it all meant before anyone had the chance to settle down anywhere. Why this strange, seemingly inverse order? That, Rabbi Sachs taught us, was the genius of Judaism. Paul the Apostle had it all wrong when he accused Judaism of being the religion of law while Christianity was the religion of love. In Judaism, Rabbi Sachs wrote, Torah represents law as love and love as law. Torah is not just revealed legislation. 
It represents God's faith in our ancestors that he entrusted them with the creation of a society that would become a home for his presence and an example to the world. End quote. And so it is in our page of Talmud today. First comes the law. Reuven and Shimon are signing a business deal. Then comes the land. The business deal has to do with a field. But because both are deeply immersed in Judaism's intricate system of thought and feeling, the system the Talmud embodies better than any other body of work, the law soon reveals itself as love. Even if there's no official guarantee, even if he is, strictly and legalistically speaking, off the hook, Reuven still inserts himself into the situation. He's the one who sold Shimon the field, and he doesn't want Shimon to get mad that the field he bought is now being repossessed. Reuven is doing so because he cares about Shimon, because he cares about what Shimon thinks of him, because he remembers that great biblical commandment, the one that the great Rabbi Akiva loved so dearly, love thy neighbor as thyself. Without being codified in law, Love runs the risk of growing too ephemeral, too fleeting, too subjective, too difficult to understand. Without being rooted in love, the law runs the risk of growing too harsh, too censorious, too cutting to be a useful organizing principle. Today's page of Talmud shows us both intertwined, law and love, love and law, ushering in not only justice, but also friendship. May we always be so lucky. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Rusquet and Quinn Waller. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Mark Oppenheimer, Sarah Fredman-Ader, Robert Scaramuccia, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You can find us on Twitter at takeone.fiomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic, and we will see you again soon. Soon.